Hey there, this is Joy Dooling from The Joy of Membership. Are you looking for fresh, practical ideas to help you grow your association, trade group, professional society, or membership-based nonprofit more quickly? The Member Experience Advantage is a live weekly broadcast aimed at providing exactly that. Subscribe right now to connect around topics related to membership growth, engagement, and retention. Now let's get on with this week's show. The topic for today is to uh, see what we can learn from watching the competition. And as I started kind of prepping my thoughts for this, um, I wanted to just initially lay out two really big cautions around this topic because the whole idea of watching the competition can sometimes make people a little squeamish because they're like, well, if I'm watching my competition, then they're watching me. And like, how do we not copy each other? And, you know, does watching the competition stifle innovation and, you know, all sorts of complexities like that. So I have two cautions for you. Um, First of all, if you don't do it effectively, watching the competition too closely can slow you down. Um, it absolutely can. I, you know, as I was uh, starting to write the article for this next week on this topic, the image that was in my brain was something I had seen. Gosh, it's probably been several years ago now. And I tried to find that image, and um, Google just was not um, cooperating. I could I couldn't find it, but I remember it so vividly in my brain. And it was of um, runners, and one of the runners who was barely in the lead, instead of focusing on the finish line in front of him, he was kind of looking off to the side watching the people coming up behind him. And um, it was uh, an image that I think will always stick in my brain as like what we don't want to be doing when we are pushing forward toward the um, finish line. Because if you're watching the competition too closely when you're running the race, it kind of pulls you off of your own race pace. So I couldn't find that image, but it's stuck in my brain. If somebody if somebody finds it, um, uh, post a link so that we can see it. Um, the only one that Google would bring up was a more recent one um, from the Olympics when um, you had, uh, uh, I think it was Bolt, who just as he was about to pass the finish line, he like looked to the side and smiled real big, like, hey, I'm at the lead of the pack. So um, that's the only one I could find. But this other one was just kind of the agony of, you know, being in front, but still keeping your eye on the competition. So um, that's the first thing that if you um, are too focused on the competition, it can slow you down and you don't want that to happen. The second um, rule is that you um, aren't watching your competition to duplicate. You're watching your competition to differentiate. And so, um, you know, it's not about copying what the competition is doing. It's about um, using it to inform your decision making and how you innovate for your own organization. 
So with those two cautions in mind, here are four things that I think you can learn from watching other organizations that serve your audience. So the first one I think is fairly obvious, and that is hot topics. So if they're engaging in um, social media, it's very easy to see what sort of content they're putting out there that is sparking interactions. So where are they getting shares? Where are they getting likes? Um, what are the conversations that are happening? Being able to recognize what conversations are important to your audience allows you not to repeat those conversations, but to make sure that you are aware of them and you can um, go deeper on them or find another angle at that um, topic. So um, those hot topics can very much inform where you're going strategically. It will also tell you the most pressing problems that your audience is facing so that as you're thinking about your own programs and offerings for, let's say, the coming year, you know, you have a really clear idea of what's going to resonate with people. So hot topics is the first thing that you can learn from the competition. The second thing that you can learn from your competition is actually the opposite of hot topics. You can um, identify where there are gaps. Where are there um, conversations that aren't being addressed? Um, what are people not talking about? Is there an angle that's not being part of the conversation? So um, for example, you know, maybe your competitor association is, you know, talking a lot about, you know, a particular piece of legislation that's making its way through the process and the advocacy that's necessary to get that legislation changed, but they're not talking about, well, what happens if this legislation does pass and we have to be prepared for that? Like, what are the steps to prepare for it? So by identifying that gap, you can actually be the resource that your members are able to turn to for the real practical guidance around um, kind of the implementation of that um, effect. So those are the types of things that you can watch for in gaps. Um, another example that comes to mind for me is, um, you know, I'm, I'm part of um, several different kind of national organizations that serve uh, the association market. And one topic that comes up all the time and often um, gets ineffective responses is kind of what association management software should I use? You know, our organization is looking to change. You know, what are you using? What should we use? And um, those, those topics, those questions when they're posted tend to get a lot of engagement, but I don't know that it's helpful engagement because you'll have, you know, 20 people jump on saying our organization uses this and our organization uses that. And, oh, you know, we use this one and it was really bad, but there's no kind of connection to what the person who posted the question, like, you know, what are their actual needs? So as I look at that, even though it's a hot topic, there's a gap there because the person who's asking the question really isn't getting something that's going to be helpful to them. So if I wanted to jump into that gap, you know, a good thing for me to do would be to kind of, you know, prepare a, 
a guide or some sort of resource that maps, okay, if this is the member experience that you want to provide, here are the software solutions that are probably going to be the best fit for delivering that experience. In that way, I'm taking it from, oh, this is what has worked for, you know, us or, you know, them, and I'm tying it very specifically to what their organization actually needs. So that's a gap that I can fill that I've identified by watching the conversations that are happening with my competing organizations. Um, the third thing that you can be watching your competitors and learning from is um, connection opportunities. So where are they connecting with the audience? So are they doing things like guest posts? Um, do they participate in you know, industry events? Um, how widely do they do um, digital marketing? Do they have strategic partnerships or alignments with um, you know, other associations, other industry groups, those sorts of things? Basically, where are they and how are they getting out in front of the audience? Now, you are not looking to replicate those things. You are looking for um, gaps, um, other ways to get in front of the audience that um, are perhaps different than what the competition is doing. So um, let's say you lead an education association and your um, competing association, another association that serves that market, you know, they're partnering with local libraries. Well, perhaps instead of partnering with local libraries, you partner with, you know, another organization that's focused on national literacy, or instead of focusing on, you know, um, live local connections, you go digital. Um, it's all about kind of mapping out where's your competition and where can you be to um, get effective results. And then that leads right into the fourth thing, which is marketing messages. Um, you want to look at what are the messages that your competition is sending to try to attract people to their organization. Um, obviously, they're trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do. They want people to join, engage, and renew. So how are they doing that? How effectively are they doing that? So the best analogy that I've heard about um, you know, this particular challenge is, um, you know, imagine you have, um, you've broken down on the side of the road, maybe you got a flat tire, you ran out of gas, something like that. And you call roadside assistance to come help you. And when roadside assistance arrives, what they are talking about with you is how wonderful their tow truck is. Look, it has, you know, these features and these great tires and this wonderful little hook to connect people up. You know, as someone who has a problem that needs to be fixed, you probably don't care about any of those things. You really just want gas put in your tank or your tire repaired or something like that. So often when you look at your competition, you will find that they are describing their tow truck. You know, this is all the wonderful things that our association does, but they're not specifically talking about how they solve the problems or giving examples of problems that they have solved for the audience. So you can take that completely different angle of, you know, 
let's explain how we're going to get gas in your tank and or how we're going to fix your tire. And it completely shifts the conversation off of you as an organization onto you know, how you actually help. So those are four things I think you can learn from watching your competition without sabotaging your own progress. Um, but it's a matter of um, differentiating and not duplicating and just strategically thinking about where they are, what they're doing, and how you can um, do it better, um, fill gaps, those sorts of things. So that's what I had to share with you today. I hope you find it helpful. Um, overall, I hope you're enjoying this Crowdcast series. Uh, my goal with this each week is to you know, bring you a topic that you can just take a little pause in your day and maybe think about something a little differently. Maybe it'll inspire some action or some conversation with others in your organization. And if it does that, then um, I've been very successful in my goal of bringing this to you. So um, I would love to hear your thoughts in the chat window. Um, let me know if something has resonated with you and I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Take care everyone. Bye-bye.